intro music. It's great intro music. And you know what else was great, Abraham? Tonight's episode of Survivor. I'm so excited to be here to talk to you about it. I didn't catch the name, like the title of the episode, but I think Kendra had a pretty good one if it wasn't this already. Kendra said it was not a bad day to be Bruce. And I think that's the title of this entire episode, in my head at least. Look, if you want to look at playing Survivor, this was the episode. This is the one you just repeat playing. Just keep playing it over and over again. Because everything that you thought wasn't going to happen, happened. Everything that you thought was going to happen, you didn't know was going to happen. There's a party in this episode here. I was just surprised. I don't know why Halloween came back, but a knife came back. I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> but this was a fire episode for season 45. I got to give production, Jeff, the A. Hey, they, they did it this time. They, they put it all together. They put it all together from start to finish. And this was a great episode. Oh, so many good things. I totally agree with you. And on the topic of Jeff, I feel like this is the perfect episode. I think this is the episode that they are going to submit to the Emmys to see if Jeff could get nominated for uh, Best Host or even win that award. Because I think he was having the time of his life this episode. It was so much fun and so many good things to unpack. We had the auction return. Abraham, I'm curious to know. Did you ever think that in 41 that you might get to experience the auction or did, did where you kind of like, no, it wasn't going to happen for me. 41 was a little different in that we all looked at old survivor. That's all we had to go off of. It was like, okay, right. we're going in, we're playing survivor. It's going to be 30 plus days. We're going to be out there. It's probably going to be two tribes. And we just kind of, that's how we looked at survivor. Now, once we got there, we didn't find out it was going to be 29 days, 26, was it 26 days now? Until we oh, got yeah. there and we met Jeff and the rest of production. It was like, oh, yeah, here's a new survivor here. And that's when we all found out about it. So the auction wasn't even on the table. Um, but the mere surprise and shock of it, uh, three tribes, everything else, that was that was given to us when we got there. So we had no idea what to expect or how the season would play out with all these new changes. Because I always call 41 as a test season. It was a, it was a, it was a test it out. 42 was a little better because you kind of flushed out a couple of things. But let me tell you something. 45 has not disappointed. Has no. not disappointed. It started a little slow with a couple of people wanting to say we don't want to do it no more. But since then, it has picked up steam. I mean, that's why we I used to get the question a lot when we first started doing this uh, reviewing Survivor 45 mm. and on on the show that I do on Sundays with Phil and Ollie. We used to get the question of like, do we think the quits are going to have a negative effect on the rest of the season? And no, I mean, like the, the, it, if anything, I don't want to say it like this. I don't ever want people to quit for the game again. But like just the, the, the juiciness of the episodes that we are getting now after after the the roadblocks that we got in the beginning of the season i'm just so happy that we're finally at this point where everything is just firing on all cylinders who quits we don't remember nobody we don't even remember who quit now i mean we're so caught up in what's going on in these episodes we're not even worried about what happened in those episodes you know we got caleb sitting in the jury we got seafood that didn't make the jury i mean we got so many things that happened in the build up to this episode that makes it seem like oh look here if you're not keeping up with it every week you're going to be lost. You're going to miss out on some of the good nuggets that happen, you know, and the good gameplay, the good strategy. And I got to give editing credit. Didn't see anything coming. Uh, but this is a new thing for the auction. Usually the tribes go to the auction. They brought a boat up. 
Yeah. And they put a whole bench out and put your names on it. I mean, just those little subtle changes has made this a whole different type of auction. It's like, okay, well, this is this is where Bruce had me had me dying laughing. Bruce was like, it's whatever. Whatever is whatever. He said, I'm just gonna take my time and we'll just we'll just, you know, get 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 what we get. And I loved this moment too. When they first unloaded that table, the way it looked, I almost yeah. thought I forgot about the auction for one second. I don't know how, but I almost thought that they were about to do like an eating challenge of some sort. But then they I saw them putting their names in there. And I loved this twist that they had to all run through the forest trying to find these little bamboo shoots. And then the twist on top of that, which was that each bamboo shoot had a different amount of money in it. I thought that was just so amazing. I, I like the fact that in this this era of Survivor, I can I can say it now and feel it. Before I was like, "Y'all trash," but this era of Survivor where you have to earn everything. You know, before they would say, "Okay, here's an envelope, here's five hundred dollars," and that's how you kick the auction off, and you could bid on food. Now I'm saying, "Okay, you got to go in the jungle, and you got to find the money now." And when you find the money, that's how much money you're going to be able to take to the auction. But that was only the first part. And I was like, but Bruce had me die. Bruce was like, let me put my shoes on. <laughs> let me walk out there. Bruce, I, I said, I dedicated my whole thing to Bruce today on my little Instagram clip. Because I was like, Bruce is like, man, what are y'all doing? Ain't no rush. And he goes into the jungle and he finds one. You got Austin up there with $900. Oh you got other people up there with $400, $500, Bruce got $80. <laughs> But then that becomes the big twist of the auction. And there was like three main changes to the updates, I, uh, Jeff said, updates to the auction, which is that the money was hidden in the jungle, right? There will oh, yeah. be no advantages at the auction at all, all food related, it seemed like, or comfort related. Uh, 15 items. This was the, I was, I was really surprised when he mentioned 15 items. I was like, oh, usually it's not like that. But the first five are guaranteed and then the remaining are determined by a random chip that Jeff pulls out of a bag and then we don't know when this is going to end. Look, Jeff need to stay keep his hands out of bags, man. Keep 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 stopping hell to be everybody else put their hands in bags cuz it never works out for anybody in the bag. But here's the thing I like about it. Every step of the way of this auction had a twist to it. You know, we we knew what to expect on the old auctions. Even though the last auction was 2015, yeah. we know what to expect. We know it's going to be food, we know it's going to be some type of uh, a war thing or some type of challenge thing or whatever. He said, nope, this is all about food, everybody. So that took that off the table. Then he said, I'm going to go in here and when it ends, it's going to end based off this number I pulled out the bag. Another twist. Here's the big twist. Whoever has the most amount of money at the end loses their vote. It's almost like you can lose your vote by just thinking too hard now. Wait a minute. I thought about a spy the vote is gone and you're losing your vote. So I love the twist that they put in there and the layers in there. Cause now it makes you think Austin's sitting there with $900. When does he play? When does he get involved? Cause right now he has the most amount of money and when can he come, he can come in and basically and be it twice. Cause he got enough money, but Bruce is sitting there with $80 and Bruce was comfortable. Bruce was like, well, I'm not worrying because I'm not going to be at the bottom. I'm not going to be at the bottom. And I say as the auction started, I was like, Bruce is good. Somebody else is going to lose their vote. Right. But then it became that game of like, okay, so now whoever has the most money towards yeah. a certain time in the auction ends up being like the uh, 
the most rewarded because they have another chance if there is another chance to get rid of their money we have jay here in the chat welcome everyone and by the way our chat is live if you're one of our viewers currently right now come into the chat let us i mean it's a great episode we have to discuss as a group jay says uh they predicted that kelly wasn't gonna win jay good instinct there it was it was a very it was very dramatic tribal council which i know we're going to talk about (sighs) later but yeah i think it was so cool to see the tweaks that they made to the auction i really enjoyed it i thought that it made it very special and i think it did sort of i mean we've heard jeff before say in interviews uh what the auction sort of needed to make it feel Mm. like it was worth coming back and i think it succeeded at that what did you think oh i think they they definitely succeeded i I think that you would still have to make tweaks going along because now people would expect what the auction is going to be there. But I think they're capable now of, as these seasons progress on themselves, that they see that adding another twist in there, because 46 is going to, they can do the same auction because they're, they're going to be filming at the same time. So they don't have to worry about it. They can do the same one, but 47, no, you can't do the same auction. But here, here's the fun, it was the fun part. Katora was not going to eat them fish eyes. Oh, Those was a, I don't know what what creature that they jumped into the Fijian Ocean what was and that? killed. <laughs> Look, only small fish. I don't know what big fish that was. That was the biggest fish. I had never seen a fish in Fiji that big. So I'm not even sure where they got it from. It, it's two fish eyes. And I got to give Austin credit, man. Austin, I think he would eat anything. I'm not even trying it. Katora said I eat sushi. Katora is a difference between sushi and a big eye. And that yeah, was a I mean- big eye. Didn't Austin say it, it, it was just like uh, sushimi or something like that? And I really, I genuinely thought that it was a donut at first. I was like, oh, a glaze, a pink glazed donut. Delicious. He said two fish eyes. I, I do got to complain about the auction. Okay. Here's, here's the thing, man. For all you future Survivor players, remember, your body has not eaten in days on end. <laughs> and... When you start saying chocolate cake and all that, it yeah. sounds good, but it's going to hurt later. So, and there was, I, I wish, the only thing I wish they would have added back to the auction, along with the pizza, is one burger. Just oh, one yeah. burger. They had the french fries, and that was like yeah, the I closest mean, they got. But you didn't put, Drew said, look, Drew said, look, I just wanted some, I just wanted some carbs. He got a bowl of, he got a bowl of candy. He was like, this ain't going to work out for me. So... And that, that's the only thing about the auction I'll say is, can I get one burger added back to it? That's it. And it might have been a burger there because he still had to have oh, just yeah. as many items as he has numbers in the back. So it could have been a burger there. We just didn't see the burger. But remember, Jeff is also reaching under there grabbing stuff. So he could have grabbed a burger or a hot dog. Yeah, I mean, I do wonder, like... Uh how much control Jeff has over the order of what is presented at certain points. You know, just what's the covered item that we're going to use now? I could have used one more um, psych... Uh, covered item, right? Like the the like oh, in yeah. the in the vein of the fish eyes, right? The bat soup, I know, was mentioned. You know, something something fun. Yeah, but the bat soup was it was it was like auctions way back in the day. That's when they was really getting you when they was hitting you hard. Now it's like you know the anticipation of it being covered, and then I gotta say, Emily got the best out of everybody. She got the security board. I was like, oh, oh you about to you about to eat because that's some good food right there. But I don't know if you noticed at the end when they wrapped up the auction, Jeff said, leave all the food you hadn't eaten there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if you were just it. sitting there kind of messing around, no, nah, you still had to leave all your food there. Now, 
Randy wanted liquor to be added back to the season. Randy, you missed out. They had beer and they had wine. So it's, it's, it's back there. Yeah, the, the nice cool glass of wine looked like very refreshing, but <sighs> alcohol might might be a very dangerous thing to get back into on the island after you haven't had it in a while. Let me tell you something. So when I got voted out, I got back. Of course, I wanted a drink. And I yes. got back and I had a drink. Let me tell y'all something. When y'all go on Survivor, don't get that first drink. Ease into it. And it was a nice drink, too. But let me tell you something. That alcohol hit me quick. And I was like, what? What did I just drink? So be careful when you come back out of the game and you start introducing stuff back into your body again. Take your time. I mean, that's all I'm going to say. Take your time. Oh, and uh, I mean, the, the people who didn't have time were the people who got that chocolate cake and had to eat it all within the oh. hourglass. I, I I, do not like that. I think it's fun TV, but uh, those poor castaways, uh, but I, they kind of have to do it. Uh, yeah. My stomach hurt. My stomach I know. hurt. <laughs> we'll just skip on past that. So Bruce ends up not spending all of his money and he Lose has the, the most amount of money by the end of the auction. And you're right. Loses his vote. Kendra had the right idea. Kendra was like, here's her strategy. I'm just going to find an item that I want, bet, bet all my money on it. I win. You know, doesn't lose her vote at all. And we got this really nice montage with Kendra. Yeah, because you didn't know Jake was Jake was on a chopping block for a minute there. Kelly was on the chopping block. And, and Jeff, Jeff Kiss led it so well. You know, sometimes be like messy Jeff, but Jeff led it so well. It was like, this could be the last item. But Kelly, it's not. And Kelly was like, ooh, I made it out of there. Then Jake was like, he was like, no, Jake is not. But when he got to Bruce, he was like, no, nah, Bruce is the last time. You're out of here, guy. You lose your vote. <laughs> and, and I like that element of it that it forces people to play strategically because now if you lose your vote, do you want to bid on something? You want to get to zero as quick. So I want to, I think it's kind of interesting. What if everybody was at zero? Yes. Okay. I had that question too. Cause like, what if there was the right amount of items where everyone could bid on something? I don't know. I don't think it would have been as exciting. So it's interesting that they picked 15 items, maybe like, we don't everyone, know what's in I don't know. It's we weird. don't know. We don't know what's in the bag. Well, that's true. That's, I wasn't going <laughs> to say it. I wasn't going to say it, but you know, <laughs> we don't know uh, conspiracy theories. Uh, <laughs> we we um, do get that really nice moment though with Kendra and she shares a little bit about her life. I thought this was really nice. And this was kind of cool. They, they sort of like use montage moments of her mm. in previous episodes of the seasons. I could tell the editors are getting like, they're, they're making different choices. We saw that choice that they made i wasn't thrilled with it but they did that like choice with the showing a foreshadowing of tribal last episode and they're getting you know they're, they're trying new things and i appreciate that yeah yeah I'm, i mean looking at this season as a whole you know we're comparison to all last the, the last four seasons in this new era and we're looking at those seasons saying hey we don't want to see this anymore could you change this right here and i think with the hour and a half being the episode you get a little more of tribal life, but you also get a little more development of each one of the castaways and kind of see them in their lights. And it kind of makes you want to be like, I want to, I want to cheer for this person. I want to cheer for yeah. Jay. Yeah. You made a mistake at last tribal and didn't get voted out, you know, but now you're trying to, you're trying to hustle for your life. And I like the way, you know, that is integrated into the new episode because once you finish up with the auction, you kind of know now Bruce, is our target because now he doesn't have a vote, which is a which is a great segue because you still got an immunity idol up for grabs doing the challenge. So I thought I thought, oh, okay, Bruce is going into this challenge. You don't know what the challenge is. 
and you still got that ahead of you. So I think if we had a 90 minute, I mean, a, a 60 minute episode, we wouldn't get that type of segue. We wouldn't get the challenge. We wouldn't get the actual auction. Bruce losing his vote and then saying, OK, well, it's still a chance for him not to be voted out if he wins immunity. So I think it's a the 90 minute gives us a lot more segues. Yeah, I totally agree with you. There's much more room for storytelling mm. and there's much more room to like really sit in some of these moments. And it's honestly, I applaud the editors and the producers who make those choices in just how so far the the story is being told this season because it, there's a risk. It could it could get boring. We've seen long episode longer episodes of uh Survivor US. We've seen long episodes mm. of Survivor like special editions. We've seen long episodes of Survivor all over the globe. And sometimes 90 minutes isn't always, it could, it could feel like a long it's time. Like snooze, but like, it's a snooze fest. You'd be like, exactly. What are they doing? You're like, just, just vote the person out already. But <laughs> this one, I agree, Josh. I think the 90 minutes were one of the best decisions Paramount made, especially oh, yeah. with this season. And I'm glad that they're sticking with it. I think that's the, I think that's what we heard. I think there was an article posted about this, but I, I'm going to put it into the, uh, the world. I think that they're going to stick with it and I hope they do. No, I saw the I saw the clipping out there, but I think here's something for all you survivors, fans, lovers of the show. You notice that we're seeing Jeff Moore on TV now. Yeah. You know, as we had the seasons kick off, it was kind of like oh, we kind of get there. Now we're seeing Jeff out promoting Survivor. We're seeing his face out there. He's on the different shows and stuff. I think people are getting reengaged at a level that they were at before that love the show, want to be on the show and really are supporting the show. Because I'm telling you, they hammered out a lot of the problems that they had in 45. I mean, in 45 from the 41 until now. Yeah. But remember now, we all the building blocks to where we at now. And I think it's great, great cast, great players. Um, but I, I love the way that they edited and they segue into it. Because I had forgotten about they was going to even play Immunity Challenge. I was so hyped up about the auction. I forgot about Immunity Challenge. Yeah, this was a good one, too. It was like you have to hold a rope attached to a log that weighs a third of your pregame body weight. The last person standing wins immunity. Um, oh, oh, but this is this is where I was like, Jeff is getting an Emmy nomination, or at least this is the episode they are submitting to the Emmy, uh, Emmy whoever decides those. Jeff whips out a bag of rice, and we all know what's <laughs> going to happen, right? And he offers the no. tribe the rice if four people sit out of the challenge. So then like Dee and Emily are like, okay, well, we're going to step forward and get that bag of rice. Now, as they are deciding, Jeff takes a knife and stabs the bag of rice and it starts to drain. My Best jaw dropped. move ever. It adds a whole different element to it because before you were like, hey, okay, we, we may be able to, you know, finagle some and y'all can do three players. He was like, okay, I need four players to step out. He said, here's some incentive. Now, nobody would have ever suspected him to pull a knife out and stick it in the bottom. He took a knife out. I got to give I gotta give Jeff credit on that one. That was a perfect move to say, okay, let's see who's for real. Who's playing Survivor? And we saw exactly who was playing Survivor because now that rice is, that rice is crucial. And he also gave the little speech ahead of time. He said, this is enough rice to take you to the end of this game. Yeah. And when you don't have anything else, that rice is the most important thing to you. So I was kind of, I was kind of odd on who's going to step out. You know, we had the first three, Kim, Emily threw her hand up first. I was like, okay, she's good. You know, Katara was like, she was the one on the edge, even though she was like, Hey, yeah. we should do it. She still was the one on the edge. 
Drew said, nope, I'm going to go ahead and jump out too. Kelly jumped out. No, no, Kelly didn't jump out. Who else? It, it, it was, was D. Uh, D, Emily, Drew, and Katura. Yeah, so but Katura had to be pushed. I can't give her credit for jumping out there. She had to be pushed. And well, Jeff pushed her. She was, she, yeah, she, really, Jeff literally did. Because, like, she was the person who, like, looked down the line at everyone and was like, can we just, like, all agree to honor the people that step forward for this? And I love, oh, it was, like, the perfect timing of it. You could tell Jeff was, like, really excited <laughs> to stab that bag. And I thought it was genius because we all, like, I went in, when I saw the bag of rice, I said, okay, there's going to be the negotiation, right? Like, they're going to be like, how about three people? Um, and Jeff said, no, I'm the one negotiating and you are going to risk the amount of rice that you have. And it was so just, it, I can't, I, I want to talk about this moment forever. Cause it was just so perfect. It, it was, it was, you know what, if, if this was a cup of coffee, I was full from the auction. I had a good cup of coffee from the auction, but he added that cinnamon donut with it. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> what, what is going on in here? Now we hadn't even talked, we haven't even started the challenge yet. No, we haven't even started a challenge, but we got so much drama leading into the challenge and it's forcing players to play the game of Survivor. Everybody's being forced to play because those that think they're in jeopardy or those that want to win, they're going to play regardless. They're not going to take the rice. They're not even worried about the rice. It's like, well, I can make it without these next days and you can keep the rice. And we saw Bruce didn't play. We saw oh, we know Jake won't go play. Julie, you know, her name was thrown up there, but she was still trying to get out the uh, Jake. So we saw who wanted to play, but we also saw who would sacrifice. Now, Couture, she, she, she phrased it really well. Let's just do it for the tribe. What I thought she was saying was, if I step out of here, y'all can't vote me out. That's what I heard. So, but she said it a different way. I just love the fact that before we even started the challenge, it was drama in there. Now we got everybody sitting on the sideline that's not playing. And now we got everybody's competing. I always kind of say it's interesting to see how the competition, because you kind of look at them and they're all on there. They're all holding the weight, but they're holding their body weight, mm -hmm. not the same weight. Because at first I was like, this should be pretty easy. And I realized, wait a minute. No, they're holding their body weight, not their, uh, not, you know, not the same weight across the board. Yeah. But I, did, I like to give a shout out to Bruce and Julie. Oh, they just the totally elder. crushed this challenge. They were amazing. They, hey, look, they, they y'all young bucks got, y'all young bucks got rolled out of there. <laughs> so now if Kelly had a one, this would have been different. We'd have been different, but Kelly gets out. Jake, I thought Jake was going to win. I was, I was rooting for Jake, but Jake should stop talking to Jeff. All you future survivor players, stop talking to Jeff. It is not going to end well for you. I don't think it's in Jake's nature to not do it. He is so like, <sighs> He's he's so good on camera, like, and even even we when we talk about tribal council, like he's so funny. But yes, I agree. Jeff is definitely a distraction, oh, and yeah. Jeff knows he's a distraction. This is here's the funny part: you only see what's in the edits, but there's a part when Jeff is talking, and you on these challenges that you just want to run over and say, "Could you just please stop?" and just choke him out, be like, stop, Jeff. Because he's there. He is on you the whole challenge. And it's not like you can go anywhere. You're still trying to focus in on trying to get this done. But when you see it on TV, you only see the edited parts of them going back and forth and they kind of snipping Jeff in and the player. Now, Jeff doesn't stop talking just because the camera's not there and you don't see it. Jeff is there. Jeff, when, when we played him, when we got on the ship and we had to jump off, Jeff right. was on us. Jeff was on us from the time we started and the time we jumped in that water. I mean, it's kind of, it, it's so funny because he's like he's like the on 
on-field commentator in a way. <laughs> and it's like, is is that a reminder to you that like you are playing the game, but it is also a show? Like, does it feel weird in the moment to kind of hear him kind of go through this like uh, in real time commentary? Well, picture, picture likes right here that you hadn't eaten in two days and you still got to perform at a level like you normally would eat and it's hot and you're irritated and you're tired and then throw Jeff in there. It just adds to everything else. It just adds to the drama. I am surprised. Well, no, because some, play, some players do stay stuff back to Jeff, but it, it just adds to the whole game that you're playing that you got to try to compartmentalize as much as you can and still stay focused because we – we saw the players that stayed focused. You know, I thought Jake was going to stay focused and he, and he was going to win. Uh, but the more he talked to Jeff, I said, man, stop talking to Jeff. Jeff, Jeff will lead you down a path of destruction. And, and he'll narrate that path for you. Um, who was out? So Jake was the last one before we got to Julie and Bruce. Yeah, I did have the out order here. It was uh, Austin. Kelly, then Kendra, then Austin. Yeah, Austin, Austin was there. Austin, Austin and Drew, I'm, I'm gonna need somebody to vote them out just, just cause, just, just because, just You're because, ready for it. <laughs> just because. <laughs> so, do you, do you have either of them on your team? Your draft picks? Of course. Is, who's who's my, on your draft picks? My draft picks is Bruce, uh, Drew, and Austin. So no, oh. I don't need them voted out. My bad. Yeah, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about. I was like, else. that's so generous of you. <laughs> you know, because I'm crushing y'all right now. Yeah. Who honestly, had Kelly? Uh, oh, Somebody had I, Kelly. I think it was Will, maybe. And this is this is for. Um, Let me look. Is it Jake? Jake was like Kelly last week. He was like Kelly's gonna win. Nope. Uh, well, I know for a fact that Jack has Jake on his Jack. trot. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then, Jack. um, oh, that means Will is out. Yeah. So we have Bye, our draft. On Survivor Now podcast <laughs> at Instagram.com. You can go check out our teams. I am currently at a very steady second place, and I'm not mad at that. Abraham, I mean, you are just miles ahead. Yeah, I'm killing them. So Kill I'm like the up. first place of the losers. No, no, no. You're second place of the winners. <laughs> hey, I like that mentality. Freedom. You know what? I think we should take a very quick uh, one-minute break, and then we'll be right back to talk about all the strategy that unfolded after Bruce won the immunity <sighs> challenge. My name is Jonah Fielko, and I'm the CEO of Bracketology.tv, fantasy sports for reality television. We offer fantasy games for shows like The Bachelor, Survivor, Big Brother, RuPaul's Drag Race, and Counting. You start by creating a community. Within your community, you can create a fantasy league for each show that you want to play fantasy games for. Within the league, you can choose up to three of our four game types, and our most popular is the Advanced League. Choose a team of contestants, and depending on what they do and say during the episode, that's how your team will gain or lose points each week. We also have elimination style games like our confidence pool. This is where you choose how confident you are that each contestant will survive elimination that week. And we've also got March Madness style brackets. Come back a couple hours after the episode to check your scores and watch you climb the leaderboard. Bracketology is free to play, so grab your friends, your family, your coworkers, and head to bracketology.tv for more info. <laughs> are you on the bracketology fantasy i i didn't do it this time <laughs> look i didn't know we were allowed to i didn't do it this time you know because i'd be like uh i did ours i did our stuff right our draft which, <laughs> again at survivor now podcast go check it out uh oh, this yeah. is where we get that line from kendra that it's not a bad day to be bruce 
I love that line. Bruce is going to market that next. I've, has anyone got, you've gotten Bruce's merch, right? Yeah, I got, I got, you know what? I started to wear today, but Bruce showed out in the, in the beginning of the auction. So I gave him the Deadpool look. Um, it's just that, that him and Kendra just, they just, I'm like, what is it? She just, they just, I think Bruce is oblivious to what's going on because he never says anything about Kendra except he can't trust her. Other than that, he don't really interact, but Kendra be on him. Katora. Katora be on him. I'll be like, what is it? So, but it's good for TV. I, oh, I yeah. like it. I love the way they competed at the end. I love the way you didn't know who was going to win. And I just love the fact that Bruce came out. No vote. Wins immunity. But we also see a softer side of Bruce at that at the end when Jeff says, Hey, what's going on? It was such a great moment, you know, and it's, it's, it's also, it's a great moment to know as a reminder, again, we got it with Kendra earlier in the episode and it was a great Mm. moment for Bruce to reflect too on like why he's there, what he's fighting for, who's, who's fueling him to go far in this game. And I just thought it was fantastic. And I like what he said about the color yellow too. And that, how that random uh, occurrence that he, got the color yellow um and it reminded him i think he said it was of his daughter it was it happened pretty yeah, fast his daughter. Episode. It's, it's funny because austin um i think kelly might ask austin saying hey how do they look and austin was like yeah jake is over there shaking a lot she said what about bruce and he said bruce look like he's steady but you know he could be hiding it. <laughs> it like, yeah and then austin yeah. falls out i was like austin what's going on guy I wonder if it tipped Bruce off. I don't think anything really needed to tip Bruce off this much, no. but like, I wonder if like Austin looking over or do you, do you think everyone was kind of just like looking at each other the whole time? I think if I lost my vote and I kind of already had a feeling that I might be a target, I would be dug in to try to win. I don't think, I don't think him looking over doing the challenge made a difference to him because you got to remember now Kelly was his number one. So he's not really worrying about Kelly. And I think just to, just to the fact that Kelly was next to Austin and she couldn't probably see Bruce or Jake down there without kind of moving too much. So she was like, hey, Austin, Austin turned so casually. So he was like, yeah, Jake looked like he about to go. He trembling. He said, what a Bruce. Bruce is like he he's good and steady. And I was like, OK, Austin, what about you? It, I, 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 you just reminded me about Kelly, actually, just a little bit. What happened with her strategy where I know she was trying to keep Bruce for like, you know, to because she trusted Bruce, Bruce trusted her. But na- like now in this episode, we started getting the um, notion that oh, girls Kelly alliance. was saying that Bruce was dragging her game down. And I think it was like guilty by association type of thing. But like it turned out on a quest like Kelly was adamant about getting Bruce out and before he won immunity, of course. I think it's interesting that they said the All Girls Alliance was mentioned doing an episode. Yep. Hey, because we got right now we have the numbers. We got more more women than we got men. We got six four. Um, they kind of did that, but Emily went back and, and told she dropping dimes like it's freedom yeah. over there, and she tells Drew, "Oh yeah, we they they talk about All Girls Alliance." So you got that on one side. Mm-hmm. You got Bruce truly trusting Kelly to a certain extent. I think Bruce understands that. Yeah, I can. I'm playing a game, and then. I don't know where Kelly even popped up on the radar, except for the different tribes, the old tribes. Well, I guess it was with Drew, right? Because Drew pitched the yeah. idea of getting rid of Kelly instead of Jake, right? They were all planning on getting rid of Jake, but then Drew was like, "Maybe hold on." What? If yeah, we but I didn't see where idol, like getting rid of Kelly. I didn't see where that. It wasn't. It wasn't like okay, we know mm-hmm. that that's Bruce number one, so we're gonna take her out. It wasn't even brought into the conversation like that. It was like, oh, let's just take care of Kelly. 
Because you still got the old tribes. You still got the the Reba tribe. Who is it? The Bello. Reba and Bello. Yeah, because Kelly was on old Bello. So Reba targeted Bello as an old tribe. They didn't target her because she was, a you know, Bruce. And then Drew, I'm going to have to give Drew credit for masterminding this time because he, this was his little idea to throw out there. But I'm going to give the, the editors credit. They really didn't do more than say Drew threw the name out there. And then we never heard anything else about it. Because if you remember, Drew said, well, yeah. you know what? I might, I might change that. We might target Kelly. And then you didn't hear anything else about it. It, it was it was so quick that I yeah. never even thought about it after Drew had said it because that was it. Everything else pointed towards Jake because he was looking for an idol. And Kotora just mad at everybody. Yeah. Jake, and she wasn't trying to help Jake at all. I, Jake shouldn't have told about the idol that Bruce had. Oh, yeah. Poor we, move. We got where Jake goes to Bruce and say, "Hey, man, can I can I get this idol?" Bruce is like, "I love you, like a, I love you, guy, but I'm not giving up this idol because now Bruce gets a little farther in the game because now he got the immunity and he has idol. So it was it was great editing by not not letting us know who the target was outside of Jake tonight. It's so funny you said that because. I was also feeling like the Kelly plan when Drew pitched it to the group and the group was like, I think it was like Dee and Julie. They were like, well, we we really want Jake out. It kind of felt like that alternate plan that the show usually inserts into the episode to like build suspense about who's going to go home. But you kind of, as at least me as a viewer, kind of knows like which plan is actually going to work and which plan isn't. Uh, it kind of felt like that it was like the... Uh, the plan to be considered like the consideration mm. plan as opposed to the actual when we got into tribal as opposed to the plan that was actually going to happen so you're right it, it's, it's interesting that they decided to edit it that way to kind of throw the viewers off in terms of like no it actually is the one that ends up happening but it doesn't seem like it's going to the pieces was, are going to come together it was so subtle it was just a subtle thing that drew kind of threw out there's like throwing out a name because you see where they had jake corner to say hey jake who would you like to get out and Jake wouldn't give anybody a name. It just seemed like it was subtle. And I like the fact it was so subtle that if you wasn't really paying attention, guess what? You wouldn't even thought about, okay, there's a possibility that another player was targeted. Because now, you know, Bruce is like, hey, it's whatever. I'm good. Um, we saw where Bruce and Kelly walks off and Kelly says Bruce is dragging her game down. But only really two people, Bruce, two or three people just targeting Bruce. Outside of that, really, Bruce is not a big threat. I would think that they would look for bigger threats and say, okay, who may be my bigger threat? Well, D's a bigger threat to, and I would say Kelly is a bigger threat. Austin would be a bigger threat. And uh, Drew, I would kind of look and say, okay, who's a bigger threat? Yeah. It's like they, we don't hear anything about their advantages anymore. They won the advantages and the advantages then went underground. Only thing we hear about is, Hey, wait a minute. Bruce has an immunity idol. Outside of that, nobody else is talking about what they have on their side. So it's kind of interesting. Oh, wait a minute now. Didn't Kelly, Austin, and Jay Maya go on the trek? The amulets. Oh, the amulets. Austin has an idol. He has another idol. So with, with Kelly leaving, there you go. What, and no mention of that. What happened to my camera here? Oh, there we go. Uh, no mention. By the way, we if you're listening to us on Spotify, we're on YouTube as well, which is why I mentioned my camera. So join us next week when we do our recap as well and all the other fun Survivor Now podcast events that we have throughout the week reviewing the episode. Yeah, they didn't mention Austin's Idol at all. And that didn't seem to, I don't even, maybe he didn't even remember that he was. I think they missed it. This. It was so much packed into this episode. I think they just missed the fact that now we got Austin 
with an immunity idol because he hadn't used his vote. So he's been, he been storing up the other, other little goodies he has. So we're going to see. We might be the only one that cracked the code on that one for this episode here and say, hey, Austin has a full immunity idol. CBS, Jeff, what's going on? Tune into the podcast. We'll help you out. So, <laughs> so Austin is really going to be, if I was going to target somebody, it would be Drew. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see how Julie and D moves because they're trusting in those two. But that's only going to get you down to the final four. But I think the loose cannon is going to be Emily. <laughs> I think Emily is just whoever with a wind blows. I think she has the capability of getting somebody blindsided. Yeah. Do you think she's going to get caught eventually in the middle? Um, you know what? I got to give I got to give Emily credit for this. Emily is not the person. The person that started the game is not the same person we see now. Yeah. Her her the way she's playing the game is different, and I think it serves her for now. But I'm I'm curious to see who she bonds with because this tribal council here told a story that everybody else that's outside of uh, Reba needs to be aware of. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Because now we got okay, we got who who we got left. So now we got uh, we got we got everyone Bruce except Kelly. Yeah, we got Bruce up in here. So Bruce is going. So it's going to be interesting. Now we get ready to go to tribal council. It's not a lot of scrambling, you know, because everybody oh. thinks it's Jake. Everybody says, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's going to be Jake. It's weird that they also like voiced about, at least I find it weird when people flat out would say like, oh, we're, we're totally united on this vote, which I guess, you know, like D ended up being a part of the plan to get Kelly out. So like, I get why she kind of said that. Um, and maybe, you know, again, sometimes you need to say what people want to hear, right? Like about all the time. The, that's a whole game survivor. That's survivor. <laughs> um, did you think anything that Jake said swayed the decision, or do you think the decision to vote out Kelly was made long before? Oh yeah, it was already, it was already made. Yeah, because first of all, we lost Jake. We we lost Jake when when Jake lost his thoughts. It was like, what, what is he saying? So yes. he had trouble it, finding his words. It added a layer to the game of Survivor because now here's 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 where I call Messy Jeff at. Here's where Jeff is always messy. He was like, Jake was like, hey, can I do a pitch? Jeff was like, go ahead. I was like, messy Jeff, you should have stopped that. And he was like, what's your pitch? And I think the information that Jake was putting out there, everybody has some type of agreement with it. But I think the people that already had Jake's name to be written down, were going to still write his name down. Yeah. And everybody that was going to write down Kelly's name was already submitted. I don't, I don't think that his speech didn't have anything to do with changing that dynamics because that was already set before they got there. So I love the way it allowed us as the viewers to see how tribal council can change on a dime where somebody can just have a live tribal council. And I give credit to Jake. Jake was presenting some good ideas, but Jake wasn't going to save his own fate at that particular situation. Now we get to see who gets voted for. Hmm. So, so this was day. fun. I, I like that they did all three of Jake's votes up front. Cause usually it's like, two and then it would be like two for jake two for kelly one for jake and then the rest for kelly but i like that it was like all three on jake first and then it got into kelly's and it was man you know you know jeffy back there moving votes around quit playing (laughs) there's not a seamless where he walks back there and he walks back no jeff goes back there then he comes back i kind of knew that jake was going to take the shot in the dark attempt and 
deep down, I was hoping it didn't work because <laughs> I'm like, it just wouldn't have the same gravity that when Kayla played it. It would be like, okay, well, this may work again, but it wouldn't have that same impact that when Kayla played it. Don't get me wrong now. Play your shot in the dark if you think you're in trouble, but yeah. it, it wouldn't go ahead a historical impact that Caleb had. So he comes back and Jake plays a shot in the dark, which is a good move. He didn't have any other choice. Play a shot in the dark, get no vote. Then it, then you're right. When it comes down to the reading of the vote, I'm going to tell you right now, before when Jeff read the first vote and we already knew from the speech of Jake saying who's at the bottom and, and y'all need to shake this up. I said, man, Jake going home. This might be a unanimous vote again where Jake gets gets tossed up out of here. I was hoping if he didn't get the shot in the dark or if he did get the shot in the dark, we see who get voted out. But when he read the first three votes, I was like, man, you're going to be sitting right next to Caleb, your buddy, in just a second. But did you see the reaction of Kelly when that fourth vote came out and was her name? Saw and heard it. Oh, that's that's let me tell you all something for all you future survivor players. That's what we call a blind side. That's when they get you right there. When you don't even see it coming. Bam. Ooh, got, oh, well, who got me? This was a blindside in the making. Because Kelly was like, and then even when they did that vote, I was like, no, she's, she's still good. Kelly is still good. That's just one vote. Somebody must have threw a vote out there because I knew yeah. Bruce wasn't voting for her. I, I, knew, I knew her tribe, her old Bello tribe wasn't voting for her. So I was like, ah, that is a throwaway vote. Matthew, they hit her with that second vote. Now she's looking around. <laughs> I like when she she turned to Austin and she was like, "Did you do this?" I think I think at the first or second vote, she turns to Austin and goes, "Did you do this?" He goes, "Yeah." And that's when she knew <laughs> she was done for. And you know what? I really appreciate Kelly. I really appreciate that she didn't try to mask her disappointment or like no. play it off of, oh, "I thought this would be a possibility." I mean, she did say like, "I should have trusted my gut," but like the genuine disappointment, I know it's not a great feeling, Kelly, and I'm so sorry you had a go yeah. through it but like it's great yeah. television it's going to be so it's a memorable vote out i would say i mean a lot of people thought kelly was going to go far we have jay in our comments who said uh, uh they didn't think it would be final 10 when kelly would go out but jay knew that the people would catch on to kelly's game at some point and yeah i wasn't expecting to see I, kelly I go this early I didn't see a reason to vote Kelly out. And especially if you go back to how brief they mentioned her name. Drew's, go back and look at the episode. They did not center on that conversation that long. It was like, okay, what about Kelly? And then they moved on to something else. And I was like, yeah. oh, I didn't even think anything else about it. But but you're right. I like the fact that Kelly wanted to jump up there and started choking people out. She was like, y'all can kick rock, you dirty <laughs> dogs. y'all." I mean, because that's the game of Survivor. That's when you get hit by a blind side and you had a lot more gameplay left in you. And Kelly was like, Here, here's, here's the interesting part. So then you get the final four votes. She's looking at Emily like, did you do this too? That that Because, mm -hmm. hey, don't worry about it. Somebody else going to be a Ponderosa here on this next episode next week. So that's when, that, that's when it's all going to break out again. But it's like she, and you're right, she had genuine emotions to how they just blindsided her. Caleb was a little different. Caleb knew it was coming. He knew he had survived once, and the chance of him surviving twice were kind of slim. But even even it had he had a little bit of hope there. But Kelly didn't see anything coming, and they were dirty. They was dirty. Oh, they and was it dirty. was it was wonderful good. for the viewers. Yeah, yeah exactly. It was so good. It was she, dirty. Good. 
Abraham, we got some questions on Instagram. So in a moment, I'm going to read the cues. So the first one is, where was Kelly in y'all's predictions? Who was the best gush to win right now? So that's two questions. Sonia Jack 35, thank you for your question. So let's let's break that down. So where was Kelly in y'all's prediction? For me, Kelly was, uh, it wasn't going to be now, I but I think in the next, I was expecting in the next like three weeks, maybe. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what our other podcaster says. Randy yeah. said she was going to make it to the merge. I said she was going to make it to the merge, and Ted would say she was going to be out before pre-merge. Okay. So we, when we did the early rack and stack, that's how we put her. It wasn't until we started seeing Kelly play. I, I would have said Kelly would have made it to at least the top six. She just was playing a phenomenal game and not really. It was under the radar because she had Bruce there. Yeah. So I think if Bruce didn't get immunity this 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 week, Bruce and he didn't have an immunity idol, Bruce might have been the one that would have went home this week. I think instead of Jake going home, I think Bruce would have been because Drew Drew was pushing all of this. Drew is the mastermind behind this one, and he wants to get Bruce out. So I think Bruce would have been the vote out and not Kelly. Yeah, and it seemed like Kelly maybe maybe held on to Bruce just one tribal council too long because remember there was a chance that Bruce was going to get he did get votes last tribal council but there was a like Kelly didn't let that happen uh and now unfortunately she they couldn't get him they could have gotten Jake but chose not to and they got Kelly unfortunately so now the next question is who has the best this says gush to win right now I'm gonna say like <sighs> who has best position to win I'm gonna say Jake I really, no. maybe it's not, maybe it's not the game. I, well, here's the thing, Abraham. I don't think it's the game wise. that's telling me that it's Jake, but to me, the, the edit tells me it's Jake and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that out there and see. I don't know if, if I don't, the best in the best position to win. Um, right now, man, I'm looking at katora she just she just hasn't invoked anybody hasn't put her name out there as a possible vote yet yeah that's a so good call. jake kind of put himself on a chocking block julie she's out there now because she's attached to d um d's out there because she's attached to julie austin's because he's attached to drew emily i think is a swing boat i think mm -hmm. she's going to figure out that she eventually has to turn on somebody in order to get further in the game so I'm going to tell you what I think is going to happen. I think you're going to see Katora and Bruce realign. <gasps> I would love that. I would love that story keep arc. A, keep an eye out because now when they voted tonight, they voted along old tribal lines. Guess who is not in either one of those tribes? Emily. She's in a, she was the only holdover from her tribe. Now you got to figure out what a number is going to fall down. Bruce is not in jeopardy because Bruce has an idol. Austin's not in jeopardy now because he has an idol. Everybody else, I don't think that Drew would use his walk out of the tribal thing because I think he's going to feel too comfortable. I think that's what's going to get either Drew or Austin. They're just going to be too comfortable. So it's going to be interesting to see how it all pans out. Abraham, you made me very excited with that idea of a Keturah Bruce alliance. I'm just going to say, I would love that. And I guess you're right. I guess if we're talking about like best positioning, Keturah and Emily, I can see. Uh, however, just off the edit, I know it might not work at this week, but my, I, I think the winner of the season is going to be uh, Jake. 
So well, before tonight's vote, I thought Kelly was going to still be playing next week too. I so know. who yes, knows? We'll see what happens next week. We got another question from GS.82 underscore nine. Why did Jeff end the auction so abruptly? Like Kelly didn't get a chance to eat anything. You, you know, here's the thing. We only see the edits. So it may not have been where he actually ended exactly where that happened at. Because if you look at the edits, he ends it and he said, okay, now you got to leave. So, and a lot of the stuff that they do also depends on lighting and filming and location. So they have to also keep that in mind when they're actually doing episodes and whatnot. Because we have to be turned certain ways. Because if you notice doing the auction, the actual tribe was fake. The sun was facing them because they were squinting. So the sun was facing them because you got to be from from those that are in film. You understand the lighting and everything else that goes into these. They don't have the ability to light them. They can't go out there and set up lights and stuff like that. So they're using natural light to be able to light everybody and to be able to film. Now, it's it's a ton of cameras there, but they all need the same thing. Everybody needs light. So it may not have been a it may not have been where they just said, OK, auction's over. You got to leave. It may be a break in there somewhere and they just edit it back together where it looks like that. But I'm pretty sure Kelly could eat some fries and some ketchup. Yeah, I'm sure she did. I, it, it was like. You're, you're totally right. It is so ridiculously hard to film outside, especially because this is a television show. They're, they're creating an edit, a story. They cut to different people at different times, and that is reliant on the setting looking the exact same throughout the entire duration that they are filming that segment of the show. So they can't cut to a close-up of someone doing something in, as a reaction to someone doing something else if the lighting looks different because the continuity would be weird. So I'm they saying- do do those magical editing tricks. And what they tell you is when you when you get on the show and you start doing the pregame stuff, they said, look, your objective is to make sure we capture everything you say. You're telling a story and you're we're telling a story about your adventure and we have to capture everything. And you will see the amount of cameras that are there. And you also see that when there's only a few cameras. So the least amount of cameras, they can only catch from certain angles. And they be, you know, like we do a lot of stuff with sunlight and stuff like that. But it's not for your convenience. Because you see them in that sunlight on the auction, and they was blinded. But it's it's the experience itself is so great, man. You don't care about any of that kind of stuff. And you you forget about the cameras after a while. Anybody that goes on the show, for me, it was a, it was about a day, and I was like, I'm done. I, I don't care where your cameras are at, because you're gonna always be here. So we might as well just do what we do. So, but it's a it's a it's a great adventure. Um, I do love the fact how composed uh Julie was, Kelly was. Um doing her confessional at the end because you go straight from tribal council straight to that confessional. Right. When you're voted out. Yeah. So depending where your headspace is at, you could be, you could be a different person and you could say a lot of choice words. So, but it's great that you kind of, in that moment, you're kind of reflecting back on your, the adventure and everything else. Now, when she get over to Ponderosa, Shit, that's a different story now. <laughs> like, oh, and when she get up tomorrow don't you morning, miss those Ponderosa videos. Oh man, they fuck 41. 41 did it. 41 did it. I don't know if they ever gonna come back. 41, y'all dusted us off. Um, I the one thing I do dislike, and here's the reason why there's so many more pictures of them after they played the game that we never get our we didn't get our pictures and stuff. And there's so many pictures, man, to see how, you know, how we interact once the game is uh, done for us. And it's just a great experience. But I'm glad that the new seasons, they get their pictures and stuff. So they get to carry it on and see it. Oh, man. But you kind of mad when you get to Ponderosa. It's not. Here's the emotional part of the game. 
you're kind of out of it that first night. When you get voted out, you go back to Ponderosa, you get to go sleep in a bed, you get something to eat. It's not until you get up that next morning, you open your eyes and you realize, I'm out of the game. Them dirty rats. But the good thing yeah. about it is, Caleb is there to meet you. He'll you be right on the dock. If I had to like go to Ponderosa and see someone to welcome me there, not that I would want Caleb out of the game, but I would want to be welcomed by Caleb because like, yeah. I miss Caleb. I saw him at uh, uh, Tribal Council and I was just like, come back. You just get back into <laughs> no. the game somehow, please. Uh, but uh, again, such such an amazing season. So many great things that are happening. Is I that a can't... What? What was that noise? Was... <laughs> oh, you must have heard me accidentally yeah. hit my microphone. <laughs> I do it three times an episode, I promise. I was like, what is this something new? Okay. I'm it, it's not a live podcast if I don't knock something over or ruin something on my end. So still figuring out my setup. Anyway, with that, Abraham, it was a pleasure talking with you tonight and recapping this episode. Survivor Now podcast has so many, lots of fun videos happening every week. And you get to see each oh, yeah. one of our reactions and reviews, takes, social strategy, all of the different things that you want to know and talk about a survivor, you can come talk to us about it on our different shows. There's Survivor Social, there's Survivor Stock Watch. There is Got Something For You, which is uh, our show, my show with Ollie and Phil. We do those on Sundays and we're also covering Survivor UK if you're watching that as well. So make sure you subscribe to our channel so that you can be notified every time we go live. And again, come interact interact with us in some of our live chats, or I know Randy likes to call them our ancient voices. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining. And we will see you all next week when we talk about episode nine of Survivor oh. 45. Tune in.